Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Welcome to the February 2019 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club. My name is Damien Marucci. I'm here with Dr. David Moon. We are talking about incision choices in nipple sparing mastectomy, a comparative analysis of outcomes and evolution of a clinical algorithm. This is by Drs. Fry et al. from NYU Langone in New York. And this is from the December 2018 PRS. So uh, this group has published a number of papers on nipple sparing mastectomy, including one currently in PRS Global Open on uh, mastectomy skin flaps based on MRIs. Um, David, what was this paper about? Um, so this, patient, this paper was centred around understanding the unique implications um, of particular incision choices and how they will allow tailoring of individualised care to optimise patient outcomes. Aims of the, uh, the study were to elucidate the effects of different mastectomy incisions on reconstructive complications after breast reconstruction. Um, nipple sparing mastectomy allows for optimisation of reconstructive outcomes in the surgical management of breast cancer. Incisions must be planned with an appreciation for access for the ablative surgeon, tension to the, the mastectomy skin flaps, aesthetic location, nipple areola complex perfusion, access for recipient vessel exposure, etc. In previous studies, incision choices in nipple sparing necrosis and other complications were noted, but generally limited by small sample size. This was a retrospective cohort study. All patients undergoing immediate recon after nipple sparing mastectomy from 2006 to July 2017 were included. Nipple sparing mastectomy was offered to all women for prophylaxis or without nipple areola complex tumour involvement or inflammatory breast cancer. No absolute contraindications to nipple sparing mastectomy were mentioned. Um, looking at the surgical technique, mastectomy incision choice types uh, included for analysis were lateral radial, vertical radial, inframammary fold, wise pattern, use of a prior incision, or periareola, plus or minus radial extension. The choice of the incision was made in concert with the breast surgeon and patient and influenced by tumour location, size, lymph node status, breast size, skin excess, and access for recipient vessels. Uh, they collected information and data based on traditional uh, patient demographics, um, surgical indications, intraoperative variables, indications, intraoperative um, complications uh, such as flap necrosis, nipple necrosis, abscess formation and reconstructive failure. And these were then subsequently stratified by mastectomy incision type. In total, there were 1,212 nipple sparing mastectomies performed in this period. There were a number of individuals excluded, five for mastectomy via an incision other than that, than that what was studied, um, leading to a total study population of 1,207. Multiple surgeons were involved in the study, including 11 plastic surgeons and seven oncological surgeons. Um, IMF and vertical radial incisions uh, were associated with more prophylactic cases. Looking at the outcomes, um, a multivariate analysis um, was conducted to look at associations between various um, mastectomy incisions and the subsequent complications. And they found a number of trends. Vertical radial and IMF incisions had much lower overall complication rates than other incisions. 
age and BMI uh, were significant risk factors for the occurrence of any complication. Inframammary fold incisions were, however, actually protective for overall complications. And of course, we then see wise pattern incisions uh, increase the odds of complications, but however, that was just below significance. The conclusions of this study were essentially commonly used incisions were IMF, lateral radial, and vertical radial. They accounted for a total of 90.6% of all the uh, incision choices. Complication rates were lowest for the IMF, and then vertical radial and lateral radial. Wise pattern was of course associated with the higher rates, highest rates of mastectomy, flint, skin flap necrosis, and as predicted, periareolar incisions um, inferred a greater risk of nipple necrosis. Um, an, an interesting point that was subsequently noted was that wise pattern incisions should be used cautious, cautiously. However, in the prophylactic setting, um, a considered uh, staged approach uh, should be undertaken whereby a wise pattern breast reduction preceding the mastectomy by three months um, could be utilised. Otherwise, if this, not would be, if this would not be acceptable and an immediate reconstruction is desired in these patients um, with significant breast ptosis, etc., then um, minimi minimization of incisions and um, the uh, absence of any incision to the periareolar tissue is a, is a, is a suggestion that uh, came through from this paper. Um, so this was a large inclusive study. Um, it was retrospective in nature um, and it had quite a complex decision tree which unfortunately led to a selection bias in the patient demographics. And uh, there was no assessment of uh, aesthetics in this study. But however, the take-home messages were that all excisions can be used with individual complication rates generally less than 7%. Inframammary fold, vertical radial and lateral radial remain the primary options for nipple sparing mastectomy. Listen, this was uh, another very interesting paper by this group who uh, continued to amass uh, in paper after paper their experience with nipple sparing mastectomy. Um, and, uh, and certainly the only thing missing from this paper was, uh, was some diagrams. It had some diagrams illustrating what they meant by a lateral radial and a vertical, etc. cetera. Uh, it just would have sort of, uh, I think would have rounded it out. Um, but other than that, it was an excellent paper with, a very, with very interesting findings. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.